This is the Eastside Liquor Halftime Podcast. Oh, intermission. No, it's halftime. Stop by 9390 Rogers Avenue for the best liquor, beer, and wine deals in the River Valley. Arkansas wins the national championship! Check out Eastside Liquor on Facebook for weekly specials. Say goodbye! Darren McFadden, 80 yards, touchdown! Headed to the McClarty Daniel Hotline to talk with Aaron Torres of the Aaron Torres Sports Podcast and Aaron Torres Media. Fox Sports Radio as well. Football seat. Welcome to football season now, AT. I know we talked football the last couple of weeks, but now that the NFL has returned, it is really football season and we are knee deep inside of it. We are, you know, Phil, I was thinking about you the other day. Uh, well, as we were leading in, I have a question for you as someone who's been on this beat and in this, this role for a while. What, how, how do you feel about, like last year, Arkansas hosts Cincinnati, has South Carolina week one, week two, if I remember correctly. And it was like, and remember, Cincinnati, now you could say, oh, whatever, but they were coming off a playoff appearance. Like, how is it different for you or you guys as a, as a team? Uh, and, and do you enjoy it more or less? That it was like last year, it was like, oh, we got to be ready to go week one versus, I'll be honest, now part of it is I'm caught up in the, the spectrum mess over here, but uh, I really didn't watch much at all of the Arkansas opener. It seemed like everything went well, and obviously this weekend I probably won't catch much of it either. So I'm not saying that the Razorbacks don't matter or anything like that, but, but how do you guys, do you guys enjoy it more or less that you kind of have a game or two that in theory you can hopefully ease into the season? You know, I think the way that we're looking at it is it's it's this is good. It's like a it's a sure. slight step up in competition each week that leads you yep. into playing against LSU, which is a lot different from last year. Where I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, Cincinnati first week, SEC opener second week, then you had your FCS game, and the only game, by the way, that they really struggled in was the FCS game. We didn't, still, <laughs> didn't remember, really yep. know what you had after three weeks. We're not going to know what we have here after three weeks either, but. Well, here's the odd thing about it, too. And, Matt, do you think it's is – it, is it fair to say maybe Western Carolina could be better than Kent State? We could win Western Carolina's division, you know. But I, I get your point because if you're an LSU fan right now, your season's not over because I think Florida State's a, a top three team in the country, and, and you went toe-to-toe with them. Yeah, yeah. No, I was just more curious, you know, because it's almost like, you know, and I live in L.A. where USC's kind of the same thing. They had week zero, week one, and now they, they do have their Pac-12 opener tomorrow against uh, Stanford. And it's just like, it's just interesting because I just remember, like, it was like two or three weeks before. Like, we started talking about Cincinnati, what do you need to know, this and that, blah, blah, blah. And then it was like, okay, it's game week, and Arkansas was one of the main focal point games in that week one slate. So, I just look at, you know, last year versus this year where, and again, I don't want to disparage the Hogs in any way. I just didn't watch a lot of that game on Saturday. So I was just curious from your guys' perspective how you approached it. But I, I think you're right, Phil. It does feel like a little bit of a, of a ladder, you know, a, a staircase, whatever, FCS to, to bad FBS to Power 5. That's probably the bottom half of their league next week to obviously an SEC opener. I guess it would be three Saturdays from now. So I was just curious. You know, I, I have no strong opinion on it. which is curious for you guys' perspective. There, there have been some listeners that have even texted in the idea and you could not have looked at it like this last year at all like the first couple of games were almost like exhibition almost like pre almost like preseason they're going to count on your record and everything and of course you got to scout your opponent but even even Sam Pittman this week said and he I don't he didn't say it to uh in in a in a in a in a disrespectful way towards Kent State but we even got into it in the first segment today Matt I mean they're they're kind of playing themselves this weekend more than they're playing the opponent hmm. Yeah, you want to go out there and, yeah. and, and play clean. 
You can, but you still have some huge games this weekend. Like Arkansas, Kent State is is not a huge game. It's it's big for our, for the Razorbacks because they got they got I think they want to feel a little better about the run game, maybe pressure the quarterback a little bit more. But now the schedule starts to open up a little bit this week. Um, you get yeah, we're all interested in in seeing if Colorado can continue whatever momentum is built from the upset at TCU and I'll, I'll still call it an upset. I don't know how good TCU is going to be this year, Aaron, but it was on the road. It wasn't a jazzed atmosphere and it was against a team that, uh, you know, a program, uh, uniforms that made it to the national championship game last year. Can they do it against Nebraska? I do expect it to be a close game because Nebraska kind of specializes in the close loss. It'll be fun, and, you know, listen, I think, you know, I kind of tongue-in-cheek was talking about the, the situation with Charter, but I bring it up because I think it put more eyeballs on that Colorado game. Like, I had to, um, you know, nobody should feel bad for me. My life is awesome, but, like, I had to, like, find some weird stream to watch that Tennessee-Virginia game, and it was just, you know, like, like if if that Colorado game was happening under normal circumstances, I might not have paid attention as much, but it was a great story, and I think it'll be interesting to see how, how both teams react now i've heard some of like the you know how do they handle they've been the the, the focal point of the media for the past week da, 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 da. but i sit there and, and I, I i say this is that you know last year at jackson state uh and i know it's the fcs and i get it they were the biggest game on everybody's schedule last year in a way that they're not even this year at colorado and so i think they'll be fine um and i'm curious from the nebraska perspective as well as i'm sure you guys watched at least a little bit of the game two two thursdays ago but it was like the most quintessential Nebraska um you know, they were up 10-3 with the ball with like six minutes to go and <laughs> ended up losing in regulation off back-to-back turnovers. So that one's fascinating. Obviously, Coach Prime's debut uh, in Colorado, you know, first home game. And so it'll be really interesting. I, I think I, I'm, I don't really expect much different from Colorado. I think they're going to struggle on defense. I think they'll put up points on offense. I'm curious to see as well how Nebraska bounces back in that one also. Aaron, what about this Notre Dame-NC State game? It's two veteran quarterbacks. Uh, I mean, Hartman's looked great so far for Notre Dame, and, and I didn't know he'd led. He, he'd, he'd had so many snaps. Uh, and then NC State, he, the, the quarterback, was he was at uh, Virginia with his OC. Now they're at NC State. What do you think about that game? Yeah, you know, I'll tell you, uh, you know, NC State opened against my alma mater, UConn, so I actually watched them a little bit closer in week one than probably a lot of people did. They looked, they actually looked really good. Um, you know, the Armstrong kid, like you said, Matt, he was a multi-year starter. He was like, he was one of the best quarterbacks in college football two years ago, at least from a statistical standpoint. Uh, Bronco Mendenhall retires, the offensive coordinator uh, ends up leaving for, for another school, and he really struggled in year one under Tony Elliott. So I bring it up because that offensive coordinator he is now at nc state that's why brendan armstrong is there um and i think it's gonna be fun i think it's gonna be high scoring and it's exactly what you said matches two veteran quarterbacks that are totally comfortable totally poised i know sam hartman you know looks good against navy a few weeks ago but this is going to be a totally different challenge on the road this is one you know i I really honestly have no great feel for just because i don't know what it's going to look like for notre dame to walk into a very hostile environment it's going to be a fun one that's one uh, you know another one in, in that noon window i'm find that illegal stream to make sure that i catch it but i am very very excited for that one well what channels do you not get right now oh well you don't realize how many uh things are owned by disney until you don't get any of them so i don't get abc 
I don't get ESPN, I don't get ESPN2, I don't get ESPNU, I don't get SEC Network, and I don't get the ACC Network. So, um, what I did do, you know, I host on Fox Sports Radio at, at you know, I, I, went to, I went into the office for an 8 o'clock show at about 3.30 last week. And I was just like, I'm just watching it here. I'm not, I'm not yeah, whatever. So... Again, nobody should feel bad for me. I'm blessed to do what I do, but you don't realize how many channels are, you know, ESPN channels broadcast college football until you literally get none of them. Uh, and so, you know, I do get Fox. I obviously was able to watch the NFL game last night, but uh, it's been a little frustrating. And, and obviously, you know, I got, you know, listen, Phil, I got some big, I got some big picture life decisions to make here over the next week or so because I, I can't keep living like this, guys. I can't keep living like this. I've done YouTube TV for a couple of years. I did Sling before that. I haven't had, now, you know, we call ourselves Cord cutters it's really just cable of another kind um but can you flip channels really easily can i like watch or do i i know they have the quad box and i can watch four games at once i don't want seven games on my screen at once i want to focus on one and then flip channels can you flip or is it a pain in the butt you can flip but it's different it's not quite as quick but at least sure. at least you got the games right and that and that but i got the games yeah. yeah that's what this is about so that means you live a, you would have to get yourself a foreign double secret probation stream of texas and alabama which, truthfully, like I don't, I don't remember what game is on ABC at that time. All right, it's Wisconsin and, and Washington State. So if you had your rabbit ears, you could get that game on. They got to find a way to throw Texas Alabama onto ABC instead. It's unbelievable. Yeah, that's one. I'll, I'll be going to the office early on uh, uh, tomorrow night for that one. I'm really excited, you know, guys. And, and you know, listen, I, I think, you know, there's an Arkansas element to this with Texas coming to Arkansas next year. Um, listen, this is what Texas wants, right? They, they want to be one of the big boys. Part of the reason that they're leaving the Big 12 is they feel like there aren't enough big home games. You know, the, the, the road venues feel whatever to them. You know, they, they feel like they are a bigger brand and that they've outgrown the Big 12. Well, it's time to go prove it. And it's also time for to prove it for for Sark and, and yours too. And, and I remember talking to, uh, with the, uh, with you guys about this a few weeks ago. Is listen, I'm sure Sark's a great guy. He's been through a lot of stuff. I mean, there was a great article today by Ross Dellinger about some medical issues he had that nobody really knew about. So I'm glad that he's back on his feet, but. This guy's never won more than eight games in a regular season as a college football coach. This is year 10 for him. And it's like, you know, I keep waiting for it to click for him and for it to click for Quinn Ewers. I know Quinn Ewers played well for a half against Alabama last year, and it sucked to see him go down with injury. You never root for that to happen to anybody. But it's like he came back and he played basically every other game last year and finished completing 56% of his passes. And so I think it's a huge stage for Texas and obviously Alabama as well. Um, Jalen Milrow looked awesome last week against Middle Tennessee State. Was it a reflection of Middle Tennessee? Was it a reflection that Jalen Milrow is much improved? Um, and so I'm excited to watch that one uh, as well, guys, uh, because I, I think we're going to learn a lot about both those teams one way or another, good or bad. Last, you, go, go ahead. Mike. I was going to say, did you see any of that game last night with Detroit and Kansas City? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, no, it, it was great. Is I, you know, I got all my work done early and um, I got all my work done early and, and watched it as a fan. You know, had a had a had a drink in my hand, and it, it was. Fun. I mean, it was just fun. And you know, listen, I, I think it's probably super cliche, but I don't know how you can't like Dan Campbell. And I think the other thing too, and I don't know how much time we have. Cut me off if I'm going long, guys. But like, they like. I think everybody thinks Dan Campbell's just some, you know, meathead, whatever. Like, that team is talented. They're disciplined. They play hard. Like, you watch that game, and I know Casey didn't have Travis Kelsey and, and, and the other guy, uh, uh, Chris Jones, but, like, 
Detroit was the faster, more athletic team. They had guys making plays in space. It was it was a ton of fun. It was a great debut. Credit the NFL for putting the Lions in that time slot. I had a blast watching that game, fellas. Yeah, it was fun. It was great. And uh, football season's upon us. And pretty soon, AT, we get to talk some college basketball. So looking forward to it. Coming. Yeah, you got it. Good luck. Good luck finding the streamer, making your big life decisions. Because <laughs> this, these are the, these are the, this is how you watch sports. It's pretty big. It is. Thank you, guys. Talk soon. Thank you. Thanks, Aaron. The Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa has everything you want for your next getaway. With the luxury and hospitality of a grand old southern hotel, the accommodations are sure to please everyone. Visit our thermal water bathhouse for mineral water baths and massages or enjoy one of our many dining options, like our Friday night seafood buffet, primetime in a fountain room every Saturday night, or our award-winning Sunday brunch. Located in downtown Hot Springs, the Arlington is steps away from shopping, entertainment, bathhouse row, and the hiking and biking trails of the National Park. Visit ArlingtonHotel.com for more though. The Year of the Sauce continues at Buffalo Wild Wings. Introducing Bullet Bourbon Barbecue Sauce and the return of hot barbecue sauce to the Buffalo Wild Wings Sauce lineup. Try both Bullet Bourbon Barbecue Sauce and Hot Barbecue Sauce for a limited time at your local Buffalo Wild Wings. Visit Buffalo Wild Wings in Little Rock, Sherwood, Bryant, Conway, Jonesboro, and Fort Smith. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, sauce, beer, and football. Talking with Nate Olson from Scorebook Live. Uh, a lot of high school football talk to get to today. First, Nate, you all right from last night? Chiefs dropped one. Probably a game they could have, should have won, did not. You okay? I'm fine. I, I just got into it with somebody on Facebook. About these. You know, they say I have no receivers. That one game? Are you kidding me? Come on. They they got open. They 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 were running good routes. It's just I think it's a little fluky because I like Tony too, man. He, I think he's a stud. Yeah, well, it's, it's when you're that good, you're under the microscope, and a lot of you know other fans want the Chiefs to lose. And, and I'm not just trying to have rose-colored glasses, but I'm just like, you know, if they did that three games, I don't see that happening again. And they played very poorly and only lost by one point. So I, I've seen this story before. I've seen everybody, you know, piling on Mahomes. He's not that good a quarterback. Blah blah blah. And then look what look what's happened. And then. You don't have Kelsey in the game, and you don't have Chris Jones. I, Kelsey's coming back for sure sooner rather than later, and hopefully Chris Jones will be back. And after seeing what happened last night, hopefully that's an incentive on both sides to get it done. But, yeah, I'm not hitting the panic button, but I, I love how everybody's just, uh, you know, down on them and think they won't even make the playoffs. That's kind of ridiculous. Wait until it's October and ask you about when the Cubs get knocked out of the postseason if they make it. Because I'll, I'll get to that. <laughs> I'm sure you'll get back and forth. Hey, they're going to make it. They're going to make it, Phil. Yeah. They're going to make it. Hey, and that's all gravy, too, because I had them, I had them picked about two games over 500. So I'm, we're just riding the gravy train right now. You know, that it, it, it's all gravy, house money, and it, it's fun to see some meaningful games. At Wrigley in September. That's great. I love it when fans tell me it's all gravy and everything. It's like, well, the Pirates don't even have freaking flour to make gravy with. Let's talk <laughs> some football here, okay, Nate? Yeah, yeah. What's up with Braylon Russell? Uh, see, he's not going to be playing for Benton as they take on Sylvan Hills tonight. Yeah, and, and I wanted to include that. I just got off the phone with Brad Harris. A lot of Razorback fans keeping an eye on him this year. You know, I, I mentioned a few weeks ago that if you have a chance to watch him, you should go out if, if you're a hog fan in, in central Arkansas and you have a chance to see him. Um, he had a high ankle sprain. Um, I think a, a decently severe one, you know, in, uh, the, the salt bowl 
didn't play in the second half and hasn't practiced in two weeks. The good thing for Benton was they had a bye last week with the week zero. You can take your bye whenever you want, and they, they took it the second week. They start conference play tonight because there's nine teams in their conference. So they're at Sylvan Hills. They feel confident without him, and they the plan is to practice him on Monday. Little Rock Catholic, which has really in, had a resurgence after moving to 6A, when it made a deep playoff run last year, beat Little Rock Christian, fell to Pulaski Academy in the semis. But they come to Benton next week, and they want him as close to 100% as possible. You know, Brad said that he could play tonight, but he wouldn't be, you know, near 100%. And I think it was up to Bray when he would be out there. But, you know, with, with, with the high ankle sprain, you want to err on the side of caution because I know Matt probably has, has seen that or if he hasn't had one, has seen teammates that it's time is the thing that's going to heal that. And with the bye week, he had, you know, a week there. Now he's, it feels, it went from the scooter to the boot. I saw him at the Razorback game in Little Rock, and he was on the boot, and he said, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to play. But wanted to confirm that with Brad. So that story will be up. They're also without their backup running back, who is a all-state safety. So that hurts them a lot tonight. They still feel like they can beat Sylvan Hills. And then we'll hopefully we will see him out there next week, and Hog fans can go back to watching him. In one half, I've mentioned it before, he was super, super impressive, and it was everything that you thought he would be when he was 100%. He played last year about 65 or 70 most of the year with turf toe and an upper you know, foot injury like on the top of the foot. But he couldn't really catch a break last year. Still ran for 1,600 yards. So hopefully for Benton and Hog fans, uh, he will be back on Monday, and we'll see him in a huge game against Little Rock Catholic next week. Yeah, high ankle sprains. You know, Patrick Mahomes had one of those last year, and uh, that was, he yeah. was kind of dealing with that. Uh, what, so, what do we got? Fort Smith Northside. How did it go last week? With what's, what's Fort Smith Northside's record? They they got Fayetteville. Is that that should be a pretty big matchup this this week? Yeah, they're they're zero and two, Matt, and did not play well against Greenwood. And um, this is, you know, it's kind of a, a tale of two teams here. Fayetteville is is kind of rolling. And Northside's trying to get going. Um, you're all a modder, but, uh, you know, the non-conference is not, like we said, it, it's not super important. You definitely want to win the games, but it's not going to dictate if you get to the playoffs. But, um, they, they, uh, they have some things that they need to correct. And, you know, Fayetteville's kind of going into this one, um, you know, really clicking on all cylinders after trailing North Little Rock, you know, in week one or week zero. Um, they played better last week and, and uh, are flying high. So Casey Dick's team is a team that we have, you know, fighting it out with Bentonville probably for a conference championship there in, a, you know, in October. Um, and Northside was a team that I think they have a lot of talent on Felix Curry's ball club. Uh, several, you know, college players on their prospects, but just, you know, lost the South Side, then lost the Greenwood very badly. Trying, trying to kind of get the ship righted a little bit, and it's a tough task, you know, to try to do that against Fayetteville. But they uh, will do their do their best. Tell me about uh, starting up a conference, the conference season with Mountain Home and Greenwood. Both teams coming in two and zero. I know Mountain Home had the rivalry win against Harrison last week, and you just mentioned Greenwood really took North Side of the woodshed. Yeah. So the the excitement level Mount Home is is sky high. Uh, they they're two and zero. 
And Steve Airy is a Hall of Fame coach in Missouri that spent just a little bit of time in Harrison and then moved on uh, to become the head coach of Mountain Home. And he's got some excitement there that they haven't had. You know, he, he, they've been to the quarterfinals of the playoffs every time he's been there, or every year he's been there. But they feel like they have a really good team. Cade Yates is a, a great quarterback. A lot of people haven't heard of him, but he, he's, he's really good, playing well for them. Had a huge game, set a school record against uh, Harrison that they hadn't beaten in 10 years. So the excitement level is huge, and there will be a ton of people at the game. The bad news is Greenwood probably is as good as they've been in several years, and they've, they've been good, you know, a lot. Uh, they were in the state championship game last year, but I think that the defense is just lights out. And, and we talk a lot about Kane Archer, his big brother, Cash, a college prospect in his own right, Louisville offer, a few others, and Arkansas is interested, and I, I would not be surprised to see Arkansas offer him at some point. He's 6'3", 220, kind of plays that edge-slash-linebacker role, has already several sacks, had three sacks in one half last week. So he is dominant, and they're, they're loaded on defense. But I think that's kind of what has separated them this year. You know with Kane Archer and the complement of receivers he has with L.J. Robbins uh, and company out there that they're going to put up points. But they have been, you know, they held Northside scoreless and, uh, you know, just really took it to them. So this is a tough, tough task for Mountain Home. But I think people around there are just really excited that they're 2-0 and going to this and that some people like us are kind of talking about it. Hey, they might lose. Um, think they can be middle of the pack in that league, which is really, really difficult when you've got, uh, you know, Little Rock Christian and um, – and Greenwood at the top, you know, Lake Hamilton's been good in recent years, but something to be excited about Mountain Home, and you never know what can happen. It's why they play the game. It's a long ways away for Greenwood to go. You know, Mountain Home catches lightning in a bottle and plays well in the first half. You never know what can happen. That's, you know, that's interesting about the Archer brothers. How, how far away are they uh, in, in school? Well, you know, what's, what's their years? And then do, would it be a package deal, you think? You think they want to go somewhere to play together in the, in the next level? They're, they're, Cash is a junior and Kane is a sophomore. And in youth football, they played Kane up a year so that they could be together. I, I spent an afternoon with those guys. They, they're pretty ordinary. They, uh, <laughs> it, it, it's about what you'd expect when you put a defensive player with a quarterback. A lot of ribbing and a lot of, uh, you know, rambunctious. Uh, I think the, his, the dad, Adam, does a lot of refereeing around the house. <laughs> uh, you know, when it comes down to it, they love each other, but, you know, boys will be boys. Uh, there's a lot of wrestling and stuff that goes on. I, I think they would probably like to go to – together. I, I think they both like Arkansas. I know um, Kane likes Arkansas a lot. There's some other schools that he likes too, but I mean Cash is just making a name for himself on his own. I mean, he, he has been so dominant defensively that, you know, you would you would suspect that Arkansas is definitely looking at him. They know about him um, and he's been there you know, with, with Kane, so I, I don't know. You know, he's 220. I think he can gain more weight but his explosion, he's got 4.7 speed coming off the edge, really, really dominant. I, I think if Arkansas doesn't offer him, some other schools will, and he'll have some Power 5 offers. But uh, he's been super impressive. I mean, he's been one of the more impressive 
defensive players I've seen so far in this young season. Well, and, and also in the south part of the state, Hot Springs Lakeside, a place where my, my, my dad coached, uh, I believe, in the 90s there. Yeah, you got Malvern and Hot Springs Lakeside. How, how do you got that one going? Lakeside is a surprise team. Of the, you know, I think Southside's been a surprise. Lakeside's right there. You know, they beat Lake Hamilton, which is your dad would know is a huge rival, but Lake Hamilton's been on the winning side of that many times. And so Lakeside really kind of shocked some people. They've got a new coach, and Garen Rockwell uh, took over for former Razorback quarterback uh, Jared McBride. He was a defensive assistant for him, and really kind of an unknown, I think, out of the, the local circles. But came in with a really positive attitude. The, the players were talking about how practice was a different atmosphere. He's pulled all the right strings so far. So they beat Lake Lake Hamilton, the 6A school. Then they beat Russellville, which was very surprising. Again, Russellville, not a bad team. Tracy Daniels ran for 300 yards a week before, set a school record. They win that game. And now a 4A school in Malvern comes a-calling. Um, this is a local game, kind of a rivalry game a little bit, close proximity. Uh, Malvern, we think, has got a great chance to um, – Repeat as 4A champions, Jalen Dupree, great running back. Right behind Braylon Russell is one of the best in the state. Uh, going to Colorado State, Vinny Winters, offensive lineman being uh, looked at by Arkansas, another Power 5 school. And Jacob Hermiso, the quarterback at the Lake Lakeside, getting a lot more looks than last year, the full-time job, going for a bunch of yards. This is going to be a shootout. I think it'll go down to the end. If Lakeside wins to go 3-0 and in the non-conference, look out in the league because they will have a lot of momentum. That is a tough league they play in with, a, with an opener next week in the 5A South against uh, Camden Fairview. But I think they will definitely have a lot of respect around the state if they can pull out the win tonight. And I think at home they have a chance. But uh, Malvern putting up lots of points and 54 in a loss to the Texas team a few weeks ago. Very explosive. This, this will be a fun one to watch. You say Jared McBride is that that and so Phil I, I don't know if uh, if if you know this but in, so we you got the ninety eight documentary coming out and stuff mm-hmm. so ninety nine two thousand uh, that we had about three or four quarterbacks get hurt they had to go to the intramural fields and get Jared McBride to come out and he actually played in the game didn't he yeah, I remember I've met him because yeah. I did sidelines yeah uh, for pretty cool uh, for, so you make a documentary on that I, I mean it was Arkadelphia cool. Lakeside I did sidelines I remember talking to him before yeah yeah yeah. He's a great guy. He stepped away from coaching, but that I remember that too. I was in the media in Northwest Arkansas, and that's one of the better stories that has come out of Razorback, uh, you know, football in the last 25 years. That he was hanging out, torching people on the intramural fields, and then gets the call from Houston. That that documentary is going to be really great, by the way. And just as a side note, you know, I, I came to Arkansas that year and was able to cover several of those games that year, and I I, I can't wait to see that. Um, and my good friends Anthony Lucas, some other guys that are that are in that. Uh, you, you can't say enough about Houston Nutt either. I know he'll be really good. Lucas, they they gonna win the state title again this year? They 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 still crushing it? Man, you you you, you like you think you're gonna count them out? I mean, like, and I should know better than this. I, you know, they they lost their quarterback Kel Busby, who is a Razorback baseball commit. Uh, their their starting quarterback Cobb was out with a hand injury. They were playing their safety, who's an all-state safety, and they've, they've managed to be 2-0. and They were behind Madison Original, which is a really good private school out of Mississippi, and they kicked a 40-yard field goal to win it. 
They came down, but they were down by two touchdowns late in the game and came back. I mean, amazing things happen on their campus. I've seen it, but I thought they were going to lose. I was, we were at our scoreboard show location monitoring that game, and dude hits a 40-yarder at the horn, like the last second, and uh, un- unbelievable. Yeah, so to answer your question, yeah, they've got a good chance. Uh, and if they, you know, if they win a playoff game, they will be moved to 7-8, man. Hey, last thing What's here, that? last thing here, Nate, because uh, we got a couple yeah. of texters that wanted to know about Boonville versus Camden Fairview. This is for Calvert and Boonville and Cody and Lavaca. Yeah, this this will be an interesting game. I just talked about that. Camden is going to be the opener next week in the conference for Lakeside. Um, you've got a you've got a three A school playing a five A school. I think this is kind of where Dax Goff shines for Boonville. He he's a two A guy. Uh, I think he's one of the best pound-for-pound football players in the state. He's got to have a huge game for them tonight. He's, they're going to rely on him a lot. The, the the good thing is it's not going to be as hot. I mean, Camden has the advantage with the player, the personnel, with the numbers. But, you know, like I said about PA, you don't count them out at home. You don't count Boonville out either. I think this is a, a great opportunity for them playing a bigger school. They don't shy away from playing bigger schools. Um, I think they can play with them. It's just a matter of if they can get it into the, the fourth quarter with playing a lot of guys both ways. But uh, look for Dax Goff to have a big game. These are the kind of challenges he likes. He is a real gamer, uh, and they'll be keying on him. But uh, look for him to have a, a big game and maybe be a close game in the third quarter. Appreciate you, Nate. Always fun talking high school football with you. Uh, if the Chiefs lose, well, they won't play on Sunday, but we'll give you we'll give you another couple of weeks before we give you more crap about the Chiefs, if we can. Uh, no problem. You guys can do that. No problem. <laughs> Thanks, Nate. Take care, guys. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action remember to use our promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v for your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts with the busy fall season already in swing you might be looking for wholesome convenient meals for jam-packed days Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You can save time, eat well, and stay on track with a healthy lifestyle. We are offering a special deal for you. If you head to factormeals.com slash HTL50 and use code HTL50, you can get 50% off. This September, get Factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle. Simply choose your options and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals that can be ready in just two minutes. No prep and no mess. Try Factor and you'll still be able to get the flavor and nutritional quality you want and need. Remember, go to factormeals.com slash HTL50 and use code HTL50 to get 50% off. That's code HTL50 at factormeals.com slash HTL50. 
Are you in need of an attorney? Hickey & Hull Law Partners is your firm. Hickey & Hull understand the importance of client communication, meeting with you, responding to emails, and returning calls. Hickey & Hull are attorneys you can trust to guide you through a divorce or a custody case, criminal charges, or even civil lawsuit. Ready to put their seven decades of experience to work for you and get the best results. Every case is important. Hickey & Hull Law Partners strive to give each client the time and attention it deserves. Visit them at KevinHickeyLaw.com. Hickey and Hull Law Partners. Things are about to get better. And now, back to the podcast. Hi, Neil. How you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic. Uh, anytime you get the first live NFL game uh, in the books and uh, the flash bets worked uh, almost flawlessly last night and uh, all the content and seeing all the bets come in, is just rewarding for all the preparation that we did getting ready for this season. And uh, it seems like my job's never ending with uh, looking for new content, new features, and uh, keeping up with all the technology that they're throwing at us in the sports betting world. Well, you, go, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, how did it go last night? Would it, was it uh, overwhelming or underwhelming? What was uh, with you, you know the Kansas City-Detroit game? Well, I, I am very, very pleased. We did more than double what we did on the opening NFL game last year. And, and we saw that same for last weekend with college football. Uh, we did over double what we did the previous year before, which is right at where we projected um, because, you know, um, this is our second year of online sports betting. And uh, I have to do things like budgets and, and, and project what we're going to do. And, and, it's, and it's lining up real nicely with uh, year two of the other operators and the modeling that we did. So, um, and it doesn't help that we get uh, almost 70% of the Arkansas market share. That That's very, very flattering. And um, our system being able to ha- hold that type of volume uh, uh, was a nail-biter because uh, we added a lot of uh, server space this year. But, uh, hey, all that prep work that you go, just like when you practice for a good season, all the prep work that we did has made our opening weekend for college and NFL ready to go big numbers on the on the lines for the first two arkansas games and uh yes. a little jarring to see that the the line is uh is there's a bigger spread against kent state there was against western carolina do you find uh that that some betters are a little afraid of that big number or are they just are they just going at it because it's arkansas no uh you know last week we didn't have as much on our arkansas game as we would on a on a typical arkansas game when we have an sec matchup Part of that is, is the game was at noon. Therefore, it was less time for people to get bets in. And people don't like betting those big point spreads. I mean, I don't like taking the team minus 38 points, um, personally, myself. So a lot of your betters will shy away from that. Um, and, and, and if, you know, I know we, you never want to bet against your team, but you know, sometimes the point spreads, we may be wrong on it and you may need to go. Uh, the other way. It doesn't mean that you want your team to lose. You just your team's not going to win by thirty eight points or more sometimes. So that that's something that you have to make a decision on yourself. And but people do shy away from the the, the bigger lines because you know anything can happen, especially when you're playing an FCS opponent. There's so much, so many other things that you can you, you can you know put money on to enjoy the game that doesn't have anything to do with the points. Oh, spread, yeah. Right. I mean, you got the flash bets kind of. Uh, at, at that point, that makes the whole experience different, and and oh, all of the prop bets too. And so, I mean, we we talk so much about the spread, but that's just a tiny little piece of it. 
you know, we're starting to see upwards of like last night. We're about ten percent of our bets last night on on the game last night were flash bets, which is good. Um, we're seeing an increased participation with that. With college football, um, flash bets are really great because you do have a lot of a lot more lopsided games in college football. So if the game score may not be interesting to you. The individual series and the individual plays may be may be more interesting to you. And if you're watching a game like that, you know the flash bets are just catered right for that, uh, where you can engage with the game. And again, we're, we're talking you can make bets as low as a dollar. We're not we're not we don't want anybody to bet their bet their uh, uh, their farm on anything like this. It's it's supposed to be entertaining and fun. But you can engage with the game with those flash bets and that content that we're putting out there. Um, it, it's pretty impressive because we've had flash bets on two FCS games in a row, which usually don't happen. And the reason that happened is, is because Arkansas basically is our pro team in this state. Neil, the big one this week. Uh, what, what do y'all have? Texas at Alabama, and uh, where does is there? Where's the money coming in on? Well, you know, Texas and Alabama is just the Texas and Alabama game this week. Um, let me let me look and see what the uh, the line is on that one right there. But the, the the one I want you to ask me about when we're done with this one is ask me about this Colorado thing. I mean, oh, yeah, um, it's 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 kind of it's it's kind of interesting. But let me see where we got the Texas Alabama uh, game at right now. I'm having to scroll through. There are so many games. I think we have. Uh, let's see. On Saturday, we only have uh, uh, thirty games already listed before the extra boards come up. But uh, us, Texas A&M and Miami, and I'm sorry. I, there's so many games. It's, here we go. We got the Alabama minus seven and a half. Uh, the money line is Alabama minus two seventy five. The under over and under is fifty three and a half. Uh, seeing only seven and a half against Texas. Uh, that's nice seeing smaller lines against Texas, especially with the SEC. But yeah, everybody, you know, it's funny. When we saw the LSU game, we had more money on LSU. I think they were betting SEC versus ACC more mm-hmm. on that particular game, and that's probably what's going to happen with the Texas uh, Alabama game too. Well, nobody would would have thought that the, the the Colorado versus Nebraska gets more action than any NFL game of the weekend. I just I saw this story on oh, ESPN. Bet MGM reported Colorado Nebraska has more action than any NFL game. In what reality has that ever happened? Oh, I know, and, and it's you know what it, it's not the same on Bet Saracen, but it's close. I will tell you this: uh, I, this was even on Wednesday. We we were looking at ourselves and like we have never had a liability on a college football game that didn't have the word Arkansas in it uh, that high on a Wednesday ever before, and the money is still pouring in on that particular game, and and it's not all lopsided on Colorado. There is some. There's some diversity in the bets that we're seeing there. I think, um, you know, if you go two weeks ago, uh, Nebraska was an eight-point favorite in that game. Now they're a three-and-a-half, four-point dog. Uh, I think, what was it, two-and-a-half now? Let's see where it's moved. Uh, let's see. Yeah, two-and-a-half. You were getting you were getting Nebraska, uh, Colorado plus eight uh, before last week's game, and that's incredible. But are Arkansas betters also um, – you know, Putting money on 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 these on this game too. I mean, I would just wouldn't. Ex- I wouldn't. Is it more than you would expect? I guess from Arkansas betters. Yeah, I'm. I'm. A, it is more than what I would expect. But that just shows you 
the media cycle uh, and, and the hype around a situation will drive the betting action. And um, it, it doesn't necessarily make sense. No one would have been talking about all this year if Dion wouldn't have gone. Um, and, and what he did after he got there by basically recycled the entire team. And, and you know, if, if you use the first game's results, I mean, he was a master of the transfer portal. I mean, it probably is the single biggest feat that I've ever seen with the transfer portal uh, to, to turn around what he had. But, uh, you know, it's just one game. So uh, keep that in mind you know, when you bet. They are still college kids. And, uh, and, and, and anything can happen in, 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 in a, in a, uh, in a betting game. And I mean, it also, apparently they're getting more bets for Colorado to win a national title than Ohio State or Georgia. Again, this is, this is where I'm, I'm, I continue to think to myself, like, what reality are we living in here? It's the celebrity yeah. that's taking over. Like, I'm, the Colorado story, even if you remove Deion Sanders from it, is is a great story. A coach comes in and, right. and and brings in all these players, and 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 then you add in the other aspect to it that it is Deion Sanders. There just is a little bit of over effusiveness in what's going on, and and that's the point I tried to make on Monday. It's one game. Yep. They didn't win a Big Twelve. They didn't win a Pac Twelve. They equaled their yep. win total from the year before, and I get it. I I kind of do get it, but at the same time, I'm also like crossing my eyes. Yeah. You know, Phil, one of the things I like to say, and, and, and I do a lot of media uh, because of the success of Bet Saracen, is don't take your betting advice necessarily from your bookmaker. And you may not also want, always want to take your betting advice from the hype in the group, in the group think. I mean, and, and that's true a lot of areas. It, what I want people to do is, is when they are betting on this site, if they are a casual better, I want them to bet uh, reasonably what they want to bet on and what they're interested on and not just go with what everybody else is doing. There's a reason why sports books make money. It's because it is hard picking these games. Uh, anything can happen in a game, and just because something happened last week doesn't mean that lightning is always going to strike. The, the, the trend betters, you can do well doing that if your trend happens, but... If it doesn't happen, it can be very, very costly for you. So when you are sports betting, look at it as entertainment. Now, if you're the serious sports better, you're not going to fall into all of that hype. You're going to look at it in a more analytical and a more data-driven, like I like to look at these games. But for the recreational player out there, and that's the majority of our business, is recreational, fun play, um, you know, don't don't get caught up in the moment and, and don't get caught up with the group thing. Make your own decision, and, and that way the game can be funner for you, too. Neil, did anything go off the board with the NFL season starting, or do you still have the same NFL futures available? There's a few things that came off the board that, that, that surrounded that game, but we do have a lot of the futures still up. Uh, we keep them up as long as we can, and then once the Monday night game is over, we will reprice and readjust a lot of those future bets and put them out again um, based on what what the outcomes was on the previous week. So always check the future tabs because we will update them usually uh, for college football on Mondays and for NFL on Tuesday mornings. Uh, we will put those out and repackage those 
uh, based on, on, on what has happened. So now that football season has really begun and you got the pros and you got college going on, is table tennis still as a... Uh, uh, got the U.S. Open and regular tennis going on. Well, there on. is regular yeah. tennis, yeah. but is table tennis yeah. as popular as it was when there wasn't football? Well, I think football has grabbed some attention from table tennis, but where table tennis is really taking off is is one in the overnight hours and in the early morning hours when, when American sports are not in play, the off-time hours. We are still getting a lot of table tennis and tennis betting uh, on the site, and, and, and a lot of it is, is um, um, uh, quick bets. In uh, I think we just lost Neil there. Oh, it's too bad. And, 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 and they're making that bet. And those bets settle like within 20 minutes um, um, of, uh, of the match being over. And if you do live, uh, they, they are graded and settled and resulted pretty much like the flash, bet, flash bets are really, really quick. So you can either cash out or rebet again with the funds that you just won. Yeah, let's leave it there. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll probably have a, um, a tougher game uh, for the spread next week against BYU. Oh, yeah. Yeah, appreciate you, man. All right. Thanks, Neil. Bet with your head and not over it. Are you feeling the heat this summer with soaring electric bills? Upgrade your AC system with Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric this August and experience the ultimate comfort in your home. This month, receive up to $500 off on attic insulation when you upgrade your AC. That's right. Proper attic insulation can significantly reduce your energy bills, keeping your home cooler and more efficient. Worried about the cost? We've got you covered. With approved credit, enjoy payments as low as $99 a month. Picture this. Lower energy bills can help you cover the cost of your new system. Now that's a win-win situation. So don't wait. Call Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric now and save with a new AC system and insulation this August. Say goodbye to high electric bills and hello to ultimate comfort. Visit GoPascal.com now and schedule your free estimate. With approved credit, exclusions apply. See dealer for details. Professional people, professional service, Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entry. Prize Picks is a skill based, real money daily fantasy sports game. How does it work? Well, you pick two to six players, and if they will go for more or less than their prize picks projection. Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. Find out all about it at prizepicks.com slash HTL and use code HTL for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash HTL and use the code HTL for that first deposit match of up to $100. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for restrictions and details. prizepicks.com, daily fantasy sports made easy. Passion is something that exists in all of us. I know we got a lot of passionate Hog fans listening right now. And I know that all of you love football season. Dave Bushkel and his team over at Eastside Liquor are the exact same way. They can take care of all your tailgating and party needs. Whether it's just a few beers or alcohol in bulk. Stop by 9390 Rogers Avenue in Fort Smith to check off every item on your list. Eastside Liquor, your number one stop for Arkansas football this season. Well, we know the Pac-12 is going to die, or will it? Apparently, there's a 
a movement amongst the two schools that are left, Oregon State, Washington State, to try to grab a hold of whatever is left of the Pac-12 and then potentially try to lure the entire Mountain West to then join them as a new-looking Pac-12. These two schools have uh, today filed a legal complaint against the Pac-12 and Commissioner George Klavikov, seeing that they want to grab a hold of that conference. They want the assets, and they want the ability to try to negotiate and bring in new league members. It would be pretty interesting. I wonder if in that case you end up with with back to a Power 5, even though... The Mountain West is not Power Five, and most of the schools there are not. You you always thought there would be something there if whether those two schools go into the Mountain West, but yeah, flip it, flip it uh, the whole way, and, and and see them still combine. But that just makes sense, and and that would be they they would go as far as being the, one of the most regional conferences in the country. I know you go to Hawaii but Boise State, but they're still all in that same they're not all the way across It's like, a region that makes sense. That's what I mean. It, it, it makes more sense and uh good for them. I think I mean I think that's a type of conference if if you see if it has the clout of that of of a power 5 or if it doesn't, but if you were just to get one school in there, man, that's that that's a conference somebody could take a hold of and like you saw Boise State do uh a few years back, winning 10, 11 games year after year after year. And if you win that, if you win that conference, you're going to be in the playoff 12. Well, that would be the whole idea of trying to, you know, like taking the, you're not, when you take the name Pac-12, you don't take just, it's not just the name. You get what goes along with it. Whatever's left of the Pac-12 network. Um, the, the idea that that conference, even if it's just two schools right now, that that conference signed a contract with the rest of FBS football as an autonomy league and still has that uh, that uh, association from the NCAA as an autonomy league as a power league interesting anyway well I mean we're all I'm all I'm rooting for Oregon State Washington State's at Wisconsin this weekend so they, I mean there's a chance to Washington State still not very good are chip they? out yeah. of the big 10 well they're not very good but I'm sure they're you know, you look at that and it's like, well, we're playing for our conference now. What's left of it? The, the one other school that, that that's left here with it. Let's see who Oregon State has this weekend. Oregon State UC has... UC Davis. Eh, who knows how much... That's not going to be a good one. That uh, I can't I can't pronounce his uh, his name, but his uh, he was the guy that was at Clemson. He's just... I uh, mean, you talk about... We are Galele. The, the Pac-12... Uh, this last year, and there, there might be a documentary on that about all these quarterbacks because there's going to be, you know, it, it might not be Caleb Williams. It probably is. I think Caleb Williams is pretty good. You know, you, you get in a whole other year with, with Bo Nix, uh, the, the Oregon State guy, the, you know, the Utah guy was hurt. And, and, and so when he gets back, he'll be there. But Utah beat Florida without their starting quarterback. See uh, SEC teams that are playing against other Power Five: Vanderbilt at Wake Forest in the the Battle of the Small Stadiums, uh, ten o'clock on ACC Network tomorrow. Ole Miss and Tulane. That's people say that's a sneaky good one. No, I mean kind of. If you paid attention, you know Tulane won a New Year's Day bowl game last year. Willie Fritz has that program playing their best football in a while, and Ole Miss has looked really good. Ole Miss is a seven-point road favorite. Uh, in New Orleans tomorrow. A&M at Miami, 
We talked with Brett Dolan about that yesterday. His touchdown radio is on the call for that one. I'm going to have my eye on that one a little bit. That would be a good test. I don't know if Miami's back, but it's it's kind of you got to see you, you want to see what's going on down there in Petrino land. You, you want to see uh, Jimbo Fisher, how they're working and, and, and what it because I mean, that's a form. That's a, that's another opponent. We're going to be playing them this month. Just in less than three weeks, we'll be playing A&M. So you, you want to kind of get a look at them. And play Alabama in, well, I guess that's the middle of October. October 14th. Texas, Alabama, we know about that. Mizzou hosting Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee lost at Bama last week. LSU has Grambling. Eh, Florida McNeese. Eh. All right, you got a couple of SEC teams that are playing Pac-12 Pac teams. Mississippi State hosting Arizona. These are, you know, the, the Pac-12 right now, they are one of the hotter leagues in the country just after one week. But nobody's talking about Cal like that. Same with Arizona. You know, we're more thinking USC, Oregon, Oregon State, Utah, um, UCLA, Washington. Those are the six that you feel you've got a, a chance out of the Pac-12 to win that league and maybe do something a little better than just win that league. Arizona and California are not those teams, however. Mississippi State hosting Arizona. That's, uh, that's the game right after Arkansas, Kent State on the SEC Network. And then Auburn's at Cal. Could there be two places in the country that are more different than Auburn, Alabama, and Berkeley, California? Well, they get, to, they get their road trip. They're getting their bowl game out of the way early. They get to go out west. Uh, change, change two. That's Auburn's zones. bowl game. That's their bowl game this year. Uh, no, I, I, I don't see Hugh Freeze. You, you see what Colorado can do in, in the transfer portal. You see what Florida State can do. Auburn's a school that ha- has cachet in it. I'm pretty sure if if Arkansas and uh, you, you're seeing some of these schools that that are doing things in the portal. I'm pretty sure Auburn and Hugh Freeze got them some guys out of the portal. I'm sure they're they're uh, they're a better team than they were last year. I wouldn't be surprised for them to win six games. I'm interested to see how much what how they use Robbie Ashford again because you say a package of plays, but what he got nine carries uh, in their in their week one win. So I still I don't just know wonder, about their quarterback play. I know yeah. that's the thing is you got one guy that can really throw in Thorne and the other guy in Ashford who's a runner. And I just wonder if they're going to be utilizing a two-quarterback system by the time the Razorbacks play them all the way in November. Quarterback play, though, I'm 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 going to be looking forward to watching this uh, Notre Dame NC State game, 11 a.m. So be, that'll be probably the first game that I, I turn on there uh, and and seeing Hartman play uh, against the NC State guy Armstrong. Those are two veteran college guys. I don't know if either one of them are good enough to be a, a starter on Sundays. But they know the offense. They know what they're doing, and, and they're they are high level college quarterbacks. You know, if you're if you're a young kid out there watching watching the game, man, watch that game for those two kids. Watch them play a little bit. In a rivalry game, Iowa Iowa State. That might be. Uh, I don't know what. I don't know who was left at Iowa State. They lost the running back, the quarterback, the gambling scandal. I'm gonna go Iowa in that one. Iowa's a three and a half point favorite in that ball game, and man, sometimes you wonder if it's easy for Iowa to even score three and a half points in a but game. But the over under thirty six and a half. That's what I was gonna say. You probably take the under, right? Just ask the Iowa kicker; he'll give you his opinion on that. BYU is who Arkansas plays next week, and they host Southern Utah tomorrow. So that's their FCS game. Who knows what you get out of that one? 
Uh, but only 14 to nothing against Sam Houston the first game out. So I don't know. We'll know too much about BYU just based on their on their first two opponents. Uh, outside of that, see if any other games kind of stand out here. Well, there's another thing I wanted to hit on. So you've got the Hall of Honor tonight. Coach Houston Nutt is being inducted along with uh, 11 or 12 others. And, man, for all the time that Arkansas has had athletics on campus, I see how many, 17 coaches have been inducted into the Hall of Honor. John Barnhill, Gary Blair, Dick Booth, Coach Broyles, George Cole, Norm DeBrine, Lon Farrell, Bill Farrell, Lance Harder, Bev Lewis, Wilson Matthews, and John McDonald. And uh, I might have left out a few others. Let's see. Nolan Richardson, of course. Glenn Rose. Eddie Sutton. Ken Turner. And Steed White. That's a cool name. Steed White. That's a big deal for Coach Nutt going into the Hall of Honor. Well, really big deal. Yeah, well deserved. You know, Coach Nutt's a leader of young men. He's he's really uh, he 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 man. He had a lot of a lot of young men, a lot of young players' lives that he's touched in a positive way. I mean, can't say enough good things about him. Oh, I'd forgotten. Greg and Fort Smith texted in. Uh, Donald Trump will be at the Iowa State Iowa game. It's uh, you can tell the presidential elections right around the corner. Who else? Who else will make a trip into Iowa for a college football game? Or maybe who who cha- who, who takes the chance of going to see New Hampshire football? Because that would be another big primary. Maybe you'd rather go see Bernie, Iowa, Iowa State. Bernie Sanders' birthday today. Well, I'm sure he's a huge Vermont football fan, right? Got a. I don't yeah. even know what New Hampshire's team name is. Didn't uh. Didn't your boy Joe Flacco play? No, as Delaware State. Yeah, yeah they're that, blue and he's a blue hen, blue and uh, yellow. But that's what I think of of New Hampshire as well. You're listening to the Eastside Liquor Halftime Podcast. Check out the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast at hitthatline.com. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.